Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hello and welcome to a Wednesday, or excuse me, a Thursday, live right here on the early line on SportsGrid. I am Ben Stevens. He is Donnie Wrightside. You are joining us all across the SportsGrid network, and that includes SportsGrid.com slash watch, where you can find your favorite destination to consume everything all across the grid. Donnie, tonight begins week number 13 of this National Football League regular season. Two teams that were in action on Turkey Day, not playing on a short week then, a full week off to start the on Thursday night football at the star it's the Dallas Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks for the moment two teams that both have a winning record but that follows a night around the association following the end of the in-season tournament and a ton of great action in men's college basketball as well including some upsets in the ACC SEC challenge Donnie we are here for the next three hours up until 11 a.m. Eastern time it's going to be a fun Thursday it certainly is. And by the way, yesterday got a nice slow pace there between Texas A&M and UVA. But boy, was yep. I wrong in the Villanova Wildcats in the Big Five getting slammed in their own building by the St. Joe Hawk. As they say, the Hawk will never die. But how about this? Maybe a little bit more excitement for a Thursday night football game. Why? Both teams coming in on a Thursday with a full seven days rest. Could we get points tonight? That's the big question. The over-under 47 and a half. I think we Ooh. might see a few points at the star in Dallas. But, Donnie, we start with big news around the National Football League yesterday. The 21-day practice window has been opened up to one Aaron Rodgers for the New York Jets. Only 79 days, Donnie, following the Achilles injury that he suffered just four offensive snaps into his tenure in New York to start the 2023 season with the Jets. He is back on the practice field today is day 80 but yesterday was 79 days from that Achilles tear that he suffered against the Buffalo Bills remarkable Donnie that Aaron Rodgers is even back at practice let's welcome in our sports grid radio audience here to hour number one of a Thursday live on the early line on sports grid it's Sirius XM channel 159 all of our other radio terrestrial affiliates now in the fold as well he is Donnie I am Ben and Aaron Rodgers is back at practice the procedure, the rehabilitation, the level of athletes taking care of themselves. We're setting things in record time, like Bryce Harper coming back from Tommy John surgery yep. way faster than anybody ever thought. Now you're taking a look at a quarterback that might take the field after tearing his Achilles in the same season, which is incredible feat. But also, we're going to talk about this in the next segment. Just stop the madness, New York. This is only a yep. bad thing, and I'm going to tease that. I won't explain why now, but it's a bad thing. Yeah, Donnie, we'll talk about what is actually yep. at stake here and if Aaron Rodgers is actually going to play again in 2023. Again, it's just the 21-day practice window opening up so that he can ramp up, get back into football playing shape if they decide he needs to be activated from the injured reserve. But it's week number 13, and the New York Jets are a few games below 500, four and seven at this moment. That is all a part of the conversation. A big night in the ACCS. SEC challenge around college basketball, a top 20 tilt inside Chapel Hill in the Dean Dome. And North Carolina, Donnie, got off to a great start in the basketball game, 61 points in the first half. They led by 22 at the break. And then it became interesting in that second 20 minutes between the Volunteers and the Tar Heels, but eventually UNC does prevail 192. The Tar Heels, Donnie, score 100 points against the most efficient defense in college basketball, going way over a total of 144 and a half as well. 
these are the troubles that you get into betting early season markets where it's not like versus competition, which how good are the defenses here? Apparently, Tennessee doesn't have any defense, giving up 61 points at the break to Tennessee. That's a fun basketball game. Boy, if we have some more of these 192 games and you like to bet overs, strap up. It's going to be a fun season. North Carolina lost to Villanova. We'll talk about the Cats in just a little bit. But since then, UNC has won four consecutive games. They have covered in all four. They were a slight one-and-a-half-point favorite at home last night on Chapel Hill. But not on Tobacco Road, DRS. Elsewhere in college basketball, the atmosphere at Bud Walton Arena in Fayetteville, Arkansas, is always going to be amplified. But last night, Arkansas, who entered losing a few games out of their last few and without their star Tremont Mark against Duke. Somehow, some way, the Razorbacks pull the stutter against the Blue Devils. 80 to 75. Arkansas now unranked, upsets the seventh ranked team in the country, handing Duke its second loss of the year. And if you're looking to make the NCAA tournament at the end of the season, these are the type of games that might propel you if you're in a virtual tie with another competitor here. Also, Filipowski, 26-10 and 10 in the loss. We got a long way to go. That's a good thing about college basketball. You take losses early, it's no big deal. College football, you take losses early, you might have to worry about that at the end of the season. Duke will be fine this year. Right. Arkansas just got a little bit more of a bump for their schedule. The Razorbacks winning by five outright as a four and a half point underdog. Again, no Tremont Mark for Eric Musselman in company last night. They had entered losing three of their last four in their only game as a dog against the other North Carolina team that we saw last night, UNC. They came nowhere close to even covering an outright stunner at Bud Walton. Speaking of outright stunners, Donnie Villanova, when they play teams from not the Philadelphia area, they are great. When they play teams from Philly, not so good. After losing in a Big Five battle against UPenn earlier in this college basketball season, last night at the Finn, on the main line at the Pavilion, St. Joe's goes into Villanova and wins outright by double digits, 78-65 as a 12 and a half point underdog. The first win for St. Joseph's at the Pavilion in nearly 20 years. Yeah, 2004, that Jameer Nelson team, which just goes to show you, you also saw Villanova lose the pen. And every time they lose one of these big five games, it's like, hey, we haven't done this in 25 years. Now, look, the big five is a big deal in Philadelphia, and Villanova usually runs away with it. The fact of the matter is the little brothers are coming up to beat up big brother is kind of interesting. And also keep in mind, this wasn't a neutral court game. It wasn't at St. Joe. It wasn't at the Palestra or the Wells Fargo nope. Center. This was on campus in Villanova. They got beat by double digits. That's impressive for St. Joe. As you look around the NBA, Donnie, a big night for the Denver Nuggets. Jamal Murray makes his return. He plays 22 minutes. He scores 16 points, but it's another triple double, double excuse me, from Nikola Jokic returning to the lineup. 32 points, 15 dimes, 10 boards. As Denver back at home wins by double digits, 134-124, covering as an 8.5-point favorite. Have your starters, don't have your starters, it doesn't matter. The Denver Nuggets are really good. And yes, if you want home court advantage at elevation, what's a better start to your season than going 9-0? and Watch out, NBA. Could we have a repeat on our hands here? Making the move from New York to New York, Luis Severino, Donnie, the former New York Yankee, now becomes a New York Met, signing a one-year, $13 million deal with the Amazons. He should add a nice piece to that rotation for the Mets this upcoming season. Yeah, let's hope that, as a Phillies fan perspective, this was because they couldn't sign Yamamoto or anybody else. So we'll see if he can rebound. There's a lot of talent on the mound there for this guy, but he hasn't put it together. Last year, like a 6-7 ERA. That's not good yeah. enough here in the Big Apple. Maybe he gets it together for the New York Mets. An eight-year career in MLB, all spent with the New York Yankees. Only Donnie Wright's side would flip that to the Phillies' perspective. Anyway, Joe yes. Flacco getting QB1 reps with the Cleveland Browns. He has already been elevated to the backup role on the roster, QB number two. But we talk about another QB in New York, Aaron Rodgers, and his return next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Live right here on this Thursday on the early line on Sports Grid. I am Ben Stevens. He is Donnie Wrightside. And yesterday, big news around the National Football League, the practice window opening up for Aaron Rodgers. The 21-day practice window, that means he can return to the practice field as he starts to ramp it up to maybe, just maybe, be activated from the injured reserve. Donnie, let's start with what is happening here and then talk about the realistic path forward for the New York Jets and if it makes any bit of sense for Aaron Rodgers to play in a football game once again here in the 2023 NFL season. Let's just start, though, with the idea this is wild. A guy at 39 years old, 79 days after his Achilles was torn, four offensive snap into his New York Jets tenure and into the first game of the 2023 NFL season for Gang Green. He is back on the practice field. Whatever witch doctor Aaron Rodgers went to to get him back out on the practice turf, it has worked, Donnie, for Aaron Rodgers back on the practice field. That 21-day practice window now opened up for the New York Jets. Yeah, it's interesting. And again, we'll take it in its totality. You're right. We saw three plays from Aaron Rodgers and away went through Super Bowl plans, but also prefaced by saying the team total here for the New York Jets was not set at 13 and a half or 14 and a half. It was roughly nine with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback. So we knew no matter who they got in there, I didn't think they would make a run to the playoffs. But now we're taking a look at Aaron Rodgers coming back. But you're not coming back to a 500 football team. You're coming back no. to a terrible football team. So I'll start there right now. I know it's big news and, you know, he does podcasts podcasting shows and keeps you updated it's a 21 day window so we might not come back for three weeks and quite frankly it doesn't even matter the story shouldn't be there you know what the story should be yeah. hey aaron if i'm woody johnson the owner is probably the only guy that can get in his ear i need you to stay on the sideline we're gonna ride boil the rest of the way which means we are not going to even pick up another victory down the stretch and you know what aaron we're gonna get a top 10 pick and i'm gonna tell you right now we're taking a quarterback with that top 10 pick because that's what's best for the franchise. He's not going to play over you next year or maybe even the year after that if you're healthy and want to play. But we are securing our future here. Aaron Rodgers yeah. is like, you know what? Let me come back and win a football game or two. Get us out of the top 10 so we can't take a quarterback. And then you get me a wide receiver. That's not the way you should work for the health of the franchise. Aaron, get your work in. Don't get activated. Get ready for next year. This team will be better all for it long term. But Aaron Rodgers always wants the spotlight and be the center of attention. He'll come back and ruin their draft position because he wants a couple viral clips around Christmas time. Congratulations. You saw him spinning the football on the practice field yesterday. The one question about Aaron Rodgers is never, can he spin it? We saw him throwing even in pregame warmups, not all that long after the Achilles injury. Donnie, you mentioned the spotlight, though. He goes on yeah. Pat McAfee's show each and every Tuesday. Pat McAfee, our former brethren here at the Sports Grid Network. And on Tuesday, the day before he returned to the practice field for the New York Jets, Donnie, he told Pat in the rest of the game there with McAfee that he has, quote, not ability to play at this point. So it's still a very long way off, even in Aaron Rodgers' mind. And I believe Aaron Rodgers only would play this year just as a big F you to modern science to say that you do not control me the way that you would like. Because in football terms, this makes zero sense. Aaron Rodgers will be 40 years old by the time 2024's NFL season begins. That is more than likely 
his last dance in the National Football League with the New York Jets. One full year where he can hopefully remain healthy and in that full year maybe accomplish what the expectations were entering 2023. The fourth best price to win an AFC championship, a win total of nine and a half. Odds to make the playoffs something the New York Jets have not done in over a decade in the National Football League. Because Donnie, to me, that is what makes sense for the New York Jets not playing this year and here's the timeline for New York they're a three-point home underdog this upcoming Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons it's not the longest spread in the world but still the Jets are booked as the dog not favored to win they're already four and seven Aaron Rodgers himself said on the Pat McAfee show on Tuesday afternoon that the Jets record in the feasibility of not being a playoff team would be a part of this conversation if he would return as well Donnie their next three games When you look at it for the New York Jets here at the moment, it's this weekend against the Atlanta Falcons, three-point home favorite. Then they host the Houston Texans. They will be the underdog in that game as well. Three-point home underdog this weekend against the Falcons. Then a road trip to to Miami. Realistically, in this 21-day practice window, the earliest Aaron Rodgers could even return would be week number 16, Christmas Eve, back at home against the Commanders. But knowing they are going to be more than likely the underdog in their next three games, they could be 4-10 and by the time they get to week number 16. Again, the feasibility of Aaron Rodgers playing this year seems pretty slim. The likelihood slim, the idea that it would even be beneficial, in my estimation, also really slim it is and everything we're talking about here makes sense on the Jets future plans here for Aaron what is the point if Aaron Rodgers comes back and beats Washington on December 24th when you're already out of the playoffs hey man it's good to get back in the mold no you you have to understand draft position at that part and what the health of the franchise would be Aaron if you say you're coming back next year just stay healthy get your practice and we're never going to activate you we're going to lose out a similar scenario happened I believe I want to say it was 2015 with the Dallas Cowboys the previous season had a very good season the next year I believe Tony Romo I want to say broke his clavicle or got injured or however it played out yeah you ended up getting Ezekiel Elliott who's one of the best running backs in football the very next year you're like 13 and 3 I believe with Dak Prescott who again took control of the franchise over another injured Tony Romo but do you see where we're going here take the downfall now because let's just say they don't even go quarterback and they go I don't know Marvin Harrison Jr. right out of the break next year because Aaron Rodgers didn't want to play what's better for the Jets Aaron Rodgers coming back and beating the commanders and you losing your draft pick or Aaron Rodgers staying away from football this year being fine next year and picking up a superstar that you can add to your football team it doesn't make sense here and I love the fact that Robert Sala takes the microphone and goes like yeah what's up to Aaron Rodgers awesome so he ruins your draft future because Aaron Rodgers feels the need he wants to get back on the football field make it make sense and again if Boyle rips off three straight victories I have no issue with this they're not ripping anything off but taking L's because of how bad Boyle is that's a very interesting part of the conversation as well. If somehow, some way, the Jets, who will be an underdog in their next three games before Aaron Rodgers more than likely would be ready to actually play in an NFL football game based only on the 21-day practice window, maybe not even based on his overall recovery from a torn Achilles at 7-7, seven and seven, Entering the final three weeks, they would very much be in the wild card race. That's not the case at this moment. Again, a three-point home underdog against the Atlanta Falcons, who, yes, are in first in the NFC South, but they have a sub-500 record. And, Donnie, in my estimation, the Jets are probably going to have a first-round pick in the first half of the opening round come this April in 2024. Robert Salah? Aaron Rodgers, pretty much everybody associated with Gang Green in the offseason stressed they needed to get better up front on the offensive line to protect Aaron Rodgers, the guy that just suffered a torn Achilles four plays into his New York Jets career. That's what I think they should do early and often in the 2024 NFL draft. They have the playmakers. They have the skill positions. They have the talent. If they are going to be the team, they were estimated to be entering the 2024 23 NFL season that I think starts up front and begins with a more beneficial and positive outlook in 2024. 
Yes, and everything you're saying makes sense. Everything we're saying makes some sense here. But the fact of the matter, like you just leave every, like you don't want to offend. Like imagine this: Woody Johnson and Joe Douglas sit him down and say, "Hey, look, the better of the franchise if you not to play. Well, I'll just retire yeah. then." That's what Aaron Rodgers probably would say back, not even understanding the concept of a team at this point. Because why he wants to come back, I get it. You want to be aggressive here. You want to get as healthy as possible. But even to help yourself, Aaron, stay on the sideline. Take losses. I promise we will get you the best offensive weapon in the top 10 in this NFL draft if you just stay away. Yeah, I don't know if I can do that. I feel like I want to come back and don't hurt my feelings. Jets, grab this situation the way it's supposed to be done. Don't let Aaron Rodgers make this decision. I'm sure there are conversations happening behind the scenes that say just that, but it's all about intrigue when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. College basketball and the NBA up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Live right here on this Thursday on the early line on SportsGrid. What a week it has already been in college basketball as the ACC-SEC Challenge, that newly named non-conference results, have been playing out this week across the country in college hoops. And as we look at last night, on a Wednesday night, Donnie, around the landscape, a top 20 tilt got things started in North Carolina. Chapel Hill, North Carolina, to be exact, inside the Dean Dome, a top 20 tilt between UNC and Tennessee. Donnie, the Volunteers played in the Maui Invitational. They were an underdog twice against the eventual tournament champions, the Purdue Boilermakers, and at the time, the number one team in the country, the Kansas Jayhawks. The Vols did not cover as an underdog in either of those games. 0-2 against the spread. Tennessee, despite being a top 10 team as a dog this year when they're not expected to win the basketball game they have not won the basketball game last night a one and a half point number in favor of the Tar Heels after a 61 point opening half and then holding on in the second after being outscored by 14 points by the Vols North Carolina emerges with its fourth consecutive win they have covered in all four 192 over Tennessee and a total of 144 and a half skies way over because UNC puts up the century mark against the most efficient defense in the country that being the volunteers yeah and you're taking a look at a basketball game break it down to its common elements what if i told you the volunteers went into north carolina and shot close to 56 percent from the floor and in turn carolina shot about 46 percent from the floor you'd say tennessee probably won that basketball game but there are different elements here which means being aggressive on the low block why do i bring that up 13 of 16 from the free throw line for the tennessee volunteers 32 of 38 for the unc tar heels that's how you win a basketball game get to the free throw line get teams in foul trouble and continue 
need to convert. Shooting as a team close to 85% out of those 38 yeah. free throw attempts. That's a good performance by the Tar Heels here. And also coming from a background of, hey, Tennessee's going to play defense. Watch out here. The Carolina Tar Heels were fantastic last night. A century mark, which included, as we said, over 60 points in the first half. Sometimes yeah. you're just absolutely red hot and can't be stopped. And Carolina, particularly from the free throw line, was that yesterday. And UNC has been racking up points their fourth consecutive game going over as well. I'm not sure anybody is going to put up north of 90, maybe even 80, let alone 100 on Tennessee the rest of the year. The game high in terms of that scoring output came from the ball side. If you don't know the name Dalton Connect, start to learn it. Dalton Connect yesterday, 13 of 17, 4 of 8 from deep, a career high, 37 points to pace Tennessee it got interesting there in that second half late down the home stretch with these two teams battling back and forth got down to single digits again UNC scored 61 points in the first half had a 22 point lead at the break and one of the names we know if you followed college basketball the last few years you might even be asking yourself how is that guy still in college Armando Baycott Baycott excuse me the big man for UNC down low 22 points 10 boards another double-double, 10 of 13 from the free-throw line. As we look at these two teams from where things stand in the country, North Carolina expected to contend for the ACC title. Tennessee still remains the favorite to win the SEC at plus 260. Yeah, fun matchup here to start the season. Does it weigh heavily on the right remaining parts? No. North Carolina's going to be a basketball team. We'll see a March Madness. The same thing with Tennessee. Just trying to, it's fun to try to line them up here. And you're right about Baycott being there for so long and also added to that with the NIL. Some of these fringe professional players can actually make more money now by staying in college, which actually helps out the college game. Is the college game better with Baycott in it or out for North Carolina? Yeah, it looks like it's much better that these guys are staying extra years here. So we'll see where that goes out. But from a winning perspective, really good win for the Carolina Tar heels and let's just see what their offense can do the rest of the way and how about some of these bigs being very efficient and consistent from the free throw line we talked about Zach Eady last week what he did at the free throw line Armando Baycott 10 of 13 pretty impressive if you are going to foul those bigs they can be in there mm -hmm. at any point of a crucial basketball game elsewhere around the ACC SEC challenge Virginia hosting Texas A&M the Cavaliers not the ranked side the Aggies number 14 in the country but they only scored 47 points against that pack line defense led by Tony Bennett. Virginia victorious by 12, 59-47. We said it on the show yesterday, Donnie, that the line just screamed Virginia. It was two and a half in favor of the Wahoos. It worked to three and a half by the time we got the tip last night in Charlottesville. Virginia wins and covers in a total that worked its way down to 124 and a half. Stays well under with that final score being 59-47. Yeah, I thought the game would stay under here, and sometimes in those early season matchups, we don't have enough information, but it's like, okay, we know what Virginia does like to do, and particularly with Texas A&M starting the season, not a great three-point shooting team. Look what they went in that game, 4 of 23 overall from the three-point line, and the handicap was, okay, if you have a team that doesn't shoot the three-point shot great against that pack line defense, you know they're really going to struggle inside the arc. They shot 30% as a team from the floor. That's why you only wind up with 47 points from an offense that was very good coming into this basketball game good spot for the Virginia Cavaliers I know at least from my perspective they're one of these teams yeah. that come March man this I like them knocked out as soon as possible because I like to enjoy <laughs> basketball but you have to say same thing with Iowa football if you can win this way that's the best way to do it here and by the way Virginia does doesn't win this way by picking up regular season wins they got some NCAA championships there doing it this way they also have some disastrous losses in the opening round, but that's for a later discussion in the month of March. Virginia now under in five straight games, only the third under for Buzz Williams and this t Texas A&M team this season over in five of their eight. Texas A&M, by the way, had been an underdog previous to last night against two other power conference opponents. They won outright in both of those games, unable to cover as a three and a half point dog yesterday on the road in Charlottesville.
Knoxville. The upset last night, though, in the ACC-SEC Challenge, even without Tremont Mark, the transfer from Houston and Arkansas's best player this year, the Razorbacks at home in a raucous Bud Walton Arena where they were waiting to welcome in 7th, ranked Duke the Razorbacks find their way singing woo pig suey as they storm the court for the victory over the Blue Devils 80 to 75 Arkansas wins outright as a four and a half point underdog bring about what the Todd Day years you know Nolan Richardson the Razorbacks 60 minutes of hell I mean this basketball team really came out last night and played well also you take a look at the defensive metrics here 35% for Duke from the floor 27% from the free throw line but how about Arkansas here down one of their top players shooting close to 50% from the floor which included 41% from three-point range big time win that's a resume booster for the Arkansas Razorbacks Khalifi battle, 21 points off the bench for Eric Musselman's team. He led all scorers for Arkansas last night. And the Hogs entered, losing three of their last four games and still found their way to a victory, even without Tremont Mark. Again, a tremendous result from Eric Musselman and the Razorbacks yesterday. Now, two and five against the spread this year. Entered last night, one and five ATS. A man that knows the big five better than most. That's Donnie Wright's side, but I don't mm. think even Donnie predicted what we saw last <laughs> night at the pavilion on the main line. St. Joe's goes into the fin and knocks off Villanova by 13 as a 12 and a half point underdog, 78. 65 what a victory for st joe's and on the other side for nova donnie when you look at the wildcats this year in big five competition they lose outright to penn as a double digit favorite they lose outright to st joe's last night at home how about this? 57% from the floor for St. Joe's, which included 52% from three-point range, which was 14 of 27. Didn't really get to the free throw line. It didn't matter. And for those that are saying here, this was an upset, this really wasn't an upset. St. Joe's didn't hang around and get lucky by hitting a couple late three-point shots. St. Joe's dominated oh. this basketball game from start to finish. As I was watching it play out, thinking Villanova was going to win, and Villanova gets down early. Eventually, by halftime, they'll get really close, and then maybe you know go up four or five points in the first 10 minutes of the second half and be able to coast to a double-digit victory. They never got close there. St. Joe's just kept them away the entire night. That's great basketball here, 5-2. Yeah. and two. And also, as we say, buying in. This is the St. Joe's Hawks team that went into Lexington, Kentucky to Rupp Arena and took Kentucky to overtime, the same team that just routed Miami. So maybe there's something to the St. Joe Hawks here. And watch out, A-10. Keep an eye on the Atlantic 10 and St. Joseph's this year. Billy Lang, the Philly kid who worked for the Sixers yep. and Villanova, knows what the Big Five means. St. Joseph has played two power conference opponents this year. Kentucky has a 14-and-a-half point dog. They only lost by single digits, covering in that basketball game. Last night, their first win at the Pavilion in nearly 20 years. Since the Jameer Nelson and Delonte West, St. Joe's team under Phil Martelli that made a deep run in the month of March. Eric Reynolds, 24 points for the Hawks last night, and Xavier Brown off the bench, adding in 16 as well. For Villanova, they lost to Penn. Then they won four consecutive games from that loss in Big Five competition, covering in all four against teams from not Philadelphia, Villanova great against teams from inside the city of brotherly love. Not all that tremendous. Now we go to the NBA, a big victory for the LA Lakers last night in the Motor City, 133-107. After losing by 44 points, the worst margin of defeat in LeBron James's 21-year NBA career, they paced the Pistons last night in Detroit. And on the other side, Detroit now, Donnie, has lost 15 consecutive games. Yeah, uh, what are you getting for your money here? You got a lot of high draft picks over the past couple years. You went out and signed a record-breaking NBA head coaching deal, and you find yourself sitting at 2-16, and 16, another throwaway yeah. season. Maybe you should refinance at this point here that coaching decision and get some of that money back, because certainly that's not paying off, man. The Lakers cover as an eight-point favorite in this 15-game skid. The Pistons have only covered four times, not even really competitive. Some more hardwood handicaps before we go NFL by sell. Up next on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. We continue to review what happened last night around the association before we set the stage for week number 13 and beyond the final month and a half of this 2023 NFL regular season. We start up in the Great White North, the Raptors and the Suns. And Donnie, entering last night, Phoenix was the hottest team in the NBA's Western Conference. They had won seven consecutive games, but that comes to a close up in Toronto. The Raptors went outright as a three-point home underdog, 112-105. Devin Booker, 30 minutes played, only eight points, 0 of 4 from deep, 2 of 12 from the floor. Phoenix did get 30 points out of Kevin Durant, but their seven-game win streak comes to a close. Yeah, you can't win every night in the NBA. And again, we preface this by saying, looking at the overall record, it's 11-7, and seven, and we haven't even seen the whole mm-hmm. Phoenix Suns just yet this season, only mm-hmm. for glimpses at this point. Kevin Durant was very good last night, scoring 30 points. Booker, as you said, not very good, which leads it up to the other guys who weren't bad in the starting lineup. Everybody outside of Devin Booker actually scored double digits, which is a surprise. The only one not being in double digits was Devin Booker. But they lost the game to the Raptors, mm-hmm. who played well. They improved the 9-10 and 10 on the season, but I'm not worried about the Phoenix Suns yet. You know what I'll worry? When they go on a streak of oh 500 basketball through let's just say 30 games when they're completely yeah. healthy here that's when i'll worry about them but i'm not worried about the suns yet yeah quite the opposite right now they entered last night with the co-longest active win streak in the nba alongside the orlando magic who won last night by double digits against the washington wizards orlando the hottest team in the nba they've won eight straight games they have the second best record in the eastern conference phoenix seven games win streak comes to a close they had covered in four consecutive games they had gone over in six of the seven on the win streak as well last night 112 105 staying under a pregame total of 227 but they still have the second best price to win the western conference at this moment at three to one that is the number for the phoenix suns they are still going to be in contention for that pacific division as well but as we remind people divisions don't really matter in the nba plus 130 for phoenix at this moment as the favorites to win the pacific three to one the price on kd and the suns 70 cents behind the Denver Nuggets, the reigning Western Conference and NBA champions who were back as a favorite last night. Denver has played in 19 games this season. They have been booked as a favorite in 18 of the 19. Now 7-11 and 11 against the spread as they beat the Rockets by 10. The line ballooned to 9.5 prior to tip in the mile high. They cover that number. 134-124. And there you see the NBA Finals MVP, Nikola Jokic, another triple-double last night. Yeah, I mean, sensational. That's what we expect out of him when he's on the court. And also, when you play in Denver, you better get those oxygen masks ready because it's a true home court advantage. As we always state, Denver yeah. usually has that. And this year, maybe even more so, 9-0 and at home to start the season this year. And away they go, 13-6 and overall. As long as they are healthy, they're going to be a problem. When I say healthy, as long as Jokic is healthy, they're going to be a problem. Five, three, and one against the spread at home this year. Booked as a favorite in every game, all nine of them in the Mile High City. The only game as an underdog, an 11-point dog against the L.A. Clippers earlier this week, and they won outright without Jamal Murray or Nikola Jokic. Murray, by the way, back for Denver last night. Only played 22 minutes, but did score 16 points. Speaking of those Clippers, they turned the fortunes around. Sacramento, Donnie. 
gave it all to win the NBA in-season tournament and their group. I think it was West Group C. They stormed back against the Golden State Warriors the night before against the Dubs in the IST. We expected a letdown. That's what we saw. The Clippers win big, though, in Northern California, 131-117. It was close on the spread, only one point in favor of L.A., minus 112 on the money line. The Clippers entered last night playing to an under in eight straight games. The total goes over of 231. Yeah, I thought George would get over that 24 and a half. He only scored 19, but the reason being, Kawhi Leonard dropped 34 points. And how about James Harden, an efficient night with 26 overall? But when you take a look at the Sacramento Kings, if you would have told me before the game, De'Aaron Fox is going to drop 40, I might have had some second thoughts here on the Clippers or doing yeah. anything with them. That's a good victory. This is one of those games where you just play the Sacramento Kings on the right night here, where they came off an emotional victory, beat their hated rivals in Golden State, and it's a back-to-back -back game. The Clippers walk in after being embarrassed themselves and pick up a nice victory. Still the highest under percentage in the NBA. The Clips have gone under in 11 of their 17 games, 68.8% of those games. However, last night in over because of the scoring everywhere. For James Harden as a member of the Clippers, last night was his 12th in an L.A. uniform. It was only their fourth cover for the Clips in that 12-game span. All right, now to the National Football League. It's week number 13. There's only six weeks left. That's a month and a half. We got to enjoy it with December on the horizon. That starts tomorrow. So as we get you ready for week number 13 that starts tonight on this Thursday in Dallas, it's time for NFL Buy or Sell. The marquee matchup of week number 13, the Sunday slate in Philadelphia between the Eagles and the 49ers. A rematch of the 2022 NFC Championship game and maybe a preview as we have seen for the Eagles of this NFC Championship game in 2023. Here's where the two teams stand with their overall outlook entering Sunday at Lincoln Financial Field in Philly. The Eagles have the best record in the NFL. They're 10-1. and one. They're updated win total 14 and a half their preseason win total by the way 10 and a hook they are co-favorites at plus 190 both the Eagles and the Niners to win the NFC San Francisco the favorite to win Super Bowl 58 at plus 430 30 cents in front of the birds a plus 460 number so Donnie that's where the two teams stand from the odds outlook entering Sunday with San Francisco a two and a half point road favorite at the link buy or sell to you the winner of the 49ers and Eagles game is the best team in the National Football League. Uh, you can actually buy or sell, but let's be frank here. If the San Francisco 49ers beat the Philadelphia Eagles head-to-head, -head, yeah, that's a big victory, but also still in the standings of the NFC, the Eagles would be in first place. Now, you can cop out of this and say, okay, if the Niners win, they're still a really good ball club. We know both of these clubs are very, very good, but if the 49ers win, Technically, they're still not the best team in the NFC because these two teams are probably going to play again in the playoffs. But if I flip this over and say, if the Eagles beat the 49ers, then absolutely they are the best team in the NFC and by a wide margin. I would have loved the fact, and again, from an Eagles fan perspective, not so much, if they had the same record this week, Ben, right? And came into the game and the winner, you could say, you know what? Now this team is the best. But quite frankly, unless the Eagles lose to the Dallas Cowboys or let's just say the Seattle Seahawks coming up and yeah. if they lose to the 49ers this week, but winning out, they're still the number one overall seed, and we'll be asking the same question in the NFC playoffs. I really like the 49ers. They're fun to bet. They're a great football team at just about every single level. But if they do beat the Philadelphia Eagles this week, they are still behind the Philadelphia Eagles in the standings column. That's the way I'll play it out. But again, as I told you, if the Eagles win, I don't even want the 49ers in the conversation anymore at that point because I have four losses, and the Eagles will have one. Yeah. It's a great measuring stick game because you'll take a lot away from this. If the 49ers win, the Eagles can get revenge in the playoffs. If the Eagles win, the 49ers once again can get revenge in the playoffs. It's an unbelievable game, which we are touting the game of the year, and rightfully so. But it only changes my mind here and maybe influences even more if the Philadelphia Eagles win, Ben. Like we saw with the Philadelphia Eagles on the road on a Monday night, fresh off the bye week in the Super Bowl 57 rematch against the Kansas City Chiefs, it was a potential Super Bowl 58 preview. Same thing here, NFC title game rematch from a season ago, and more than likely, it seems, as we'll discuss in just a moment, it's going to be the NFC championship game preview in 2023. I am already buying 
that Philadelphia is the best team in the National Football League. They have the best record. They are 10-1. and one. They have the quality of wins over teams on their schedule that we expect to be postseason contenders. The Dolphins, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, and the Buffalo Bills. That one at home last week in overtime. Sensational. And they cover numbers. 7-2-2 two two against the spread in our industry. What do we look at? Your results, your win-loss record, and how are you performing on expectation? That means cover covering spreads Philly's the best cover team in the National Football League 7-2 and 2 ATS if San Francisco wins there is going to be substantial market movement in favor of the 49ers but I'm going to sell the idea it makes them the best team in the National Football League I still have belief in Philadelphia and although we are going to see these two teams at the link this upcoming Sunday Donnie there's still a very likely chance that even if San Francisco does win and even covers as a two and a half point road favorite Philly is going to host the NFC championship game for a second consecutive year or at least be that number one seed in the conference when we look at these two teams Philly the best record in the NFL 10 and 1 San Francisco 8 and 3 the Cowboys who we will see on Thursday night football 8 and 3 they have the third best price to win the NFC the Detroit Lions also 8 and 3 3 8 and 3 teams in the NFC 3 8 and 3 teams in the AFC the Chiefs Dolphins and Jags who you don't see on that graphic. The Ravens, the best record in the AFC at 9-3. and three. But the Chiefs have the shortest price out of all teams in the AFC to win Super Bowl 58. Buy or sell? Because earlier in the year, all offseason long, as we got ready for 2023, our thought was the AFC was going to be a gauntlet, by far the most competitive conference in football, and the NFC had a couple of top-heavy teams. But as we look at it right now, entering week number 13, buy or sell, the NFC is actually better than the AFC. Depth-wise, I think the AFC is better than the NFC. But if we're just going at top flight, who's going to win the NFL championship this year and host that Lombardi trophy, it's got to be the NFC for me because you look strictly Mm -hmm. at talent. And look, both of these conferences have very good teams. The Baltimore Ravens, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Jaguars, and the Dolphins. Very good, very formidable. But when you talk about the NFC and you go for the top flight teams, the Eagles and the 49ers at the top, better than the one-two punch in the AFC. Now, the three and four teams are interesting because you would have liked to see the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving Day beat the Green Bay Packers because they would have nine wins alike. And also the Dallas Cowboys, who usually fold up a tent in the playoffs, they're really talented, and we're still waiting for them to get it together. So the top four teams in each conference, I'm going to give the nod to the NFC in this one. And they said, well, why aren't the top four teams here favored to win the Super Bowl then, Donnie, if that's what you're saying? Well, granted, only one team can get there, and if the Kansas City Chiefs have an easier path, they should be favored to win the Super Bowl. Why? Because the Eagles, the 49ers, the Lions, and the Cowboys must beat each other in order to get there. We'll see what that line would actually be on Super Bowl Sunday. But for my money, the NFC is better. I'll buy it. When you look at the Chiefs and the Niners right now, co-favorites to win Super Bowl 58 plus 430. Philadelphia backed by just 30 cents at plus 460. All six teams we showed on the graphic, the six best prices to win the Super Bowl at this moment. Jacksonville, who's 8-3. and three. Detroit, who's 8-3. and three, Just a little bit off pace. The Jags, 16-1. Seventh best number. The Lions, 18-1. Eighth best number. Ninth best number to win Super Bowl 58 at 33-1. The Buffalo Bills, an even 6-6 six and six at this moment, entering the bye week here, week number 13. The margin of error is very slim on the other side, and now the price to make the postseason for Buffalo, plus 360. So quickly here, Donnie, buy or sell. The Buffalo Bills are going to miss the NFL playoffs this season. I'm going to sell it because I've been saying they're going to make the playoffs the entire way through, but they do have a tough schedule coming down, and I'll leave it here. If you can just get a split between the Cowboys game and the Chiefs game, I do think they make it into the playoffs. But again, they have six losses for a reason. They're not a great football team, and they're flawed, but I'm still going to ride with them to make the playoffs. I'm going to sell as well. In fact, I have already sold because I have bought. That was the Buffalo Bills make playoff price at plus 176 entering Sunday Double down. in Philadelphia. A little bit worse right now, but we're holding firm on that ticket. Tiger Woods is back. Talk about that. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. The Hero World Challenge starts today in the Bahamas, and it's a tournament that Tiger Woods hosts each and every year. I know it used to be in California at Sherwood Country Club. A young Ben Stevens would sit on the ninth green and wait for Eldrick to pass. In one year, Donnie, when I was nine years old, Tiger Woods walked by and gave me a head nod. I felt that was pretty cool. And he is back not just hosting the Hero World Challenge, he is playing in the Hero World Challenge. The first time we have seen Tiger Woods since the 2023 Masters this past April at Augusta National Golf Club in Augusta, Georgia. And Donnie, Tiger in that tournament had to withdraw due to the injuries that have plagued him here in the back half of his career. But he is back on the course this week. How excited is Donnie Wrightside? I'll tell you one thing, the sports books, which include the fan, the uh, FanDuel Sportsbook, very excited because yeah. they will be stealing everybody's money as Everybody. they underinflate yeah. those lines, and everybody will bet Tiger to win. And there you go. You get the Christmas bonuses around the office and a lot of high fives here. Having said that, Ben, <laughs> congratulations to you. Tiger Woods walking down the fairway and acknowledging you there, that's more than anybody else gets because Tiger Woods is one of the more unfriendly fan guys on the golf course who no acknowledges doubt. nobody. You should feel absolutely great about that. Having said that, great. Tiger's back. Fantastic. When is he going to join the Live Golf Tour? Donnie, he's never going to join the Live Golf Tour. He's on the PGA Tour advisory board now. We're going to have a full-blown preview of this tournament and where things stand tomorrow. You better pick up the enthusiasm. It's not just a football oh, Friday. It's a Hero World Challenge Friday. By the way, there are 20 guys that play in the Hero World Challenge. It's a short event. It's a money grab. It's not technically a sanctioned PGA Tour event. At least, I don't believe that it is. Tiger Woods has the longest price at 80 to 1. Again, only 20 golfers in this field, led by Victor Hovland at 4 to 1. He is the favorite. There you see it. 80 to 1 on Tiger Woods. Maybe the longest 20 out of 20. But you're saying there's a chance to bet on Tiger Woods in a golf tournament? I'll take that or maybe top 10 at plus 250. Hour two of the early line starts in less than a minute. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.